0: and gentlemen, welcome back to the Veteran Minority Podcast, episode 12. Thank you everybody out there for supporting and listening. I appreciate it, man. It makes me keep going stronger. You, as always, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. I got a YouTube page, Demetrius Collins on YouTube. Just go there and subscribe. Like I said, once again, you listening, and you haven't subscribed on your iPhone. If you got an iPhone, take it out. Go to Apple Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button. Also... If you got an Android, go to Google Podcasts and subscribe, you know, and as well, um, email the show, man. Like I said, I want to interact with y'all more. I want to know more about what y'all want from the show, um, you know, some content, some, some things that you want to hear me talk more about, less about, and, you know, but anyway, we're off here on episode 12. Got a lot I want to talk about. We're going to get into Jesse Smollett a little bit, his hoax, Jesus uh, the Lakers I find myself rooting for the Lakers More and more Last night I was I was going in When, when they played the Rockets And uh, Colin Kaepernick So we're going to talk about that But first, first, first things first I want to talk about Black History Month Itself Because Black History Month To me Is more than just celebrating Black leadership Of the past Or the token black people Who integrated Certain arenas Or jobs Or sports We should take this month We should be taking this month To reflect on actual black history Meaning all of us Because you're black history I'm black history Your children When you have them If you already have them They are part of this 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 thing as well Uh, So we should be using this month To analyze where we are Where we still have to go Because as much as things change Things stay the same And that's the That's one of the things about History itself Is a lot of people have a Cognitive dissonance about it They think that Because something happened in 1940 1840 or 1870 That it doesn't affect today And that couldn't be further from the truth History builds on itself just like everything in your life builds from itself Things you did 10 years ago affect you today Things you didn't do 10 years ago Affect you today So I think we need to always keep that in perspective As far as um, examining our history And in this political climate You know a lot of us are still Programmed to just give our vote To the Democratic Party And I think that we should really observe we really should take time and i know a lot of us are busy we got a lot of different things to do but i think that's i think that's a lame excuse because a lot of we have a, we have a lot of times to do a lot of meaningless things that don't add to our lives so when you get an opportunity just 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 go back and look at the history of the dem- of the political parties and you'll see that they've never done anything for us they find every way they can to shirk speaking to us directly shirk doing anything for us directly um again yeah, man with that being said I just want us to be more critical in our thinking as far when it comes to politics because in my opinion and the opinion of a lot of other black people too who are, who are uh, on a quest to become educated that we are very politically immature and we don't really know why we're voting we, we, we're okay with not getting tangibles we're okay with people we're okay with the idea that nobody could do anything for us directly We're okay, and and we feel guilty for standing up for ourselves and wanting something for ourselves, even though our history and our relationship with the United States of America is a unique one that no other group except for black Americans or African Americans or black or Americans of African descent, whatever you want to call yourself, we share that history. Other countries, other groups of people have a unique history in their own right with America, but I think we have the most unique history being that we came over here in slave ships and were the were the first uh property stocks and things of that nature so with that context i think we should we should observe that everything that's going to happen for us needs to be built off of that thinking so that's just my two cents on black history month right quick use it as a time of reflection not just you know and i'm not saying we shouldn't look up to jackie robinson or muhammad ali or shirley chisholm or, or whoever else did great things in the name quote unquote of black americans but also you're a part of this thing I'm a part of this thing so I think we should look at it from those eyes too and there are things that we can do with one another to uh, make our condition better in this country but I digress off of that point like I said we got a lot we want to get into obviously the Jesse Smollett hoax is what's on everybody's mind and uh, I don't want to bash the brother too much I'm not going to bash the brother at all because he's going through enough I'm sure with legal troubles and psychological things because he you know he lied and that's always going to be bad and but he got to get a little bit of it because you know he did run off out the mouth call himself the gay tupac talking about he fought back and when the truth comes out you find that this dude man he was unhappy with his salary and i don't, I don't know what where we're at in society where in order to get a raise especially as an actor who's on a decent show i presume i've never seen empire i don't watch empire i think my dad watches empire um, I know a lot of people in my family, my girlfriend watches Empire, so people I know black people that watch it, but I don't watch it. And obviously, the show was good on some level because people are partaking in it. At some level, there's some something that people are getting out of the show. I, like as I choose not to watch that show, but I digress on that. Uh, for him to accuse white men in MAGA hats of a hate crime, I think that, that's what that's what sits with me as the most egregious part of it. Because, as being being a black man and uh, understanding the his, the context of our existence as I do, like that, that's that's nothing to play with, man. Like you don't you don't. There's a lot of black people out here that get shot by the police, and you know we got a lot of issues going on in our community. For so for him to for him to use that pain to try to further his individual goal, uh, personally I think is more symptomatic of what we see of mo- most of our quote unquote black leaders or black entertainers They all do that. And that's kind of where I'm at with it because with with him as as well, because I think he's a symptom of more of what what the black elite do. They talk to us. They act like they're us. They tap into our pain because they know that we are psychologically abused as a people. They know that we have, as a people, generally speaking, we have low self-esteem. So they tap into that by by saying, oh, two racist white men put a noose around my neck and pour bleach on me because they know black people know that these things are real. And we—they know that we're going to side with them on that on that front. Everybody knew that the moment Jesse Smollett knew, at the moment this hit the news, everybody was going to side with him. And not everybody, but a lot of people sided with him. And a lot of people did a lot of stuff that I can't condone. And I spoke about it on my last podcast. If you go back and listen to it, uh, to my brothers with love, for my brothers with love, I think um, I spoke about how everybody was coming at black men, straight black men, and how we set the tone for this type of hate crime and fast forward a couple weeks it's like yo a lot of people got to put their foot in their mouth and i'm not seeing that so that's really more what i want to speak to on this episode Is really because i mean yo the brother you know he wrote a check tried to backdate a check like come on bruh everybody you could you could go and 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 get the get the photo evidence of a check when it was signed who signed it like come on dog he's the epitome of an idiot and so i don't think um and i think that even more alarming than what he did is how a lot of black politicians cory booker kamala harris a lot of black activists so to speak uh taranya burke a lot of people out there yeah i'm calling names because a lot of people jump behind this and then they use as a vehicle to try to shit on black men and say that we 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 don't stand up for gay men we don't uh our silence is, is 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 uh what is it What is it com- Complicity And that's not the case This brother was lying He actually had two black men Beat him up So And I'm, and, and, and more alarming that, I'm not even seeing people Who Are even walking back The statements A lot of people Are still saying That if he did it Because they don't trust Chicago PD And I understand that too Because Chicago PD You know How they handled The Laquan McDonald situation We should never put that Out of our mind But at the same time I mean there's evidence Of this dude lying they have checks that he wrote they have the dudes on camera putting the rope and the red hats and, and the mask on the on on the corner store from the from that from the corner store, from the hardware store that they bought buying this stuff on his on on his orders so for me the bigger issue is how quick we were as a people and as a nation to just jump on this and try to use it to further political agendas, further our own vendettas, whatever you whatever you may have, whether you have a beef with, with black men or whether you have a beef with uh, people who don't necessarily condone homosexuality it was very much an opportunist thing and i can't respect that and a lot of people expose themselves a lot of black people expose themselves and a lot of black people continue to expose themselves so um you know I, I think that this is this is bad on all fronts this this made everybody look bad everybody uh kamala harris she's running for president the presidential the 2020 presidential candidate she jumped out and said that this was a modern day lynching and then when people pressed her about it she didn't know what to say uh there's a there's audio out there if you guys get on twitter or youtube or it, just google it there's there's a video of her she's getting asked like hey Kamala you know so what do you have to say now about the the whole Jesse Smollett thing being that it was a hoax and the tweet that you said she's like oh well I don't know what, what tweet she tried to act like she didn't, she forgot the tweet so either you didn't send the tweet people are tweeting for you or you're trying to play dumb either way it's bad but he said that she wanted to wait for the, for the facts to come out. And it's like, okay, so you can wait for the facts to come out after the brother has been arrested, indicted, you know, released on bail, after all this forensic evidence has been released, basically showing the infrastructure of the crime, basically showing you how he pulled off the crime uh, after the two Nigerian brothers basically rolled on him. Now you want to wait for all the evidence. But in the immediate aftermath of the attack, you wanted to jump and condemn and I'm not even capable for white men everybody knows me you know, that's the last thing I want to do but at the same time we can't play with this thing because a lot of black people historically have been lynched this is not a game this is something that have, and a lot of black people still get lynched in extrajudicial killings of black black men and women by the police so this is nothing to play with and you want to use the term modern day lynching to, to pass an anti-lynching bill with LBGT language in it to 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 be able to further pander to certain segments of american society i think it's very disgusting uh kamala harris is not getting my vote i don't think as a black american as a black person or anybody white or black you should vote for kamala harris i don't think you should vote for cory booker because politicians are opportunists and they look for this opportunity without knowing the facts to condemn people that didn't exist and like i said now when the truth is coming out everybody wants to walk it back and say let's wait for the facts no 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 no. the facts are what's coming out now what happened first was what you did you jumped and condemned people because it's the climate we're in a political climate where anything that has to do with trump or maga is headline news so and these people like i said these people are running for office man so they're going to use this to to further their agenda to further get their vote in order to further the legacy let's keep it real man these politicians especially the black ones they're not going to do anything for black people So I hope black people, we can get off of that. This whole idea that um, a politician is going to do something for us, that we just need more black politicians in office because this, this is not what they do. Their game is to take a black issue and use it to climb the ladder of political success. And you have to black people. We have to be more critical thinkers in that we have to be more analytical in our thinking we have to be more unemotional in our thinking when it comes to politics and we have to look at things bare bones if you go back and do your history and google and read you will see that every other group gets monetary compensation for the distress or the uh crimes against them except for us and we still we continue to think that there's going to be some gradual progress and it's not going to happen so i want to digress a little bit off of that because the whole jesse Smollett thing is a clusterfuck just to say the least um a lot of people exposed themselves Jussie exposed himself and he's gonna have to deal with the consequences of that later on in his career so that's all I have to say about that you know what I mean um it's a very bad look for him and for the politicians who try to jump on it and use it use it as political capital You know, it just like I said, it just exposed the corruption And the uh, disingenuous nature of American politics And I think we need to observe that And and recognize that that is not going to change Simply because this issue is going to fade from our memory Within the next two weeks, alright So, moving on though Colin Kaepernick, he got his grievance Uh, He settled his grievance uh, a little bit last week And and I'm, I'm happy for the brother, I will say I was happy for the brother when he got his endorsement deal with Nike but more importantly for me is I want to know what happened to the protest. Because from the very beginning of the whole Colin Kaepernick saga, he, the, he, he has been, the, the narrative has been snatched and flipped, and flipped and flipped and flipped and flipped. So it started off with him sitting on the bench. Everybody, he, he was asked why he did it. He elocuted himself very articulately he said why yo brothers is getting killed sisters is getting killed out here in the streets there's no punishment going for cops is just running free you know and i don't want to stand for a flag that allows that to happen fair enough uh people didn't like the nature of his protest he was sitting down so then and, and one of the fun details that gets lost within all this madness is that a white army veteran told him to kneel because that's a, that shows more respect and deference towards the American flag. So he did that. But somehow it still got convoluted and misconstrued to be he hates America. He's, he's just doing this for political. I mean, he's just doing this for his own uh, monetary gain. And, be the, and if you believe that, then I got some Idaho, I got some oceanfront property in Idaho to sell to you. Because Colin Kaepernick did not have to do that. I agree. We didn't ask him to do that. I agree. But he did it. And he needs to be commended for it. And, and he was blackballed out of the NFL because of that so I am not necessarily against him getting his money I don't know how much money he got there's a lot of speculation around the internet people just throwing out random numbers we don't know how much money the brother got we do know he got broke off as as he should have because he did nothing wrong but call white people out on their bullshit and if they can't accept that then fine but cut the check so they cut the check but my thing after the check's been cut is black people are still going to continue to get shot in the streets and cops are still going to get the benefit of the doubt like I said, even if, if if you want me to, if you want to look back at it, like even the Chicago PD, they're doing their whole grandstanding thing with this whole Jussie Smollett situation, where they're, oh, Jussie, he's in danger, he's tapping into racism and anger of black people, and and there's a lot of black, there's a lot of people in this city who die of gun violence. Yeah, Laquan McDonald died of gun violence at the hands of the Chicago PD, who lied and said that they did say that he was attacking them, and they and and his and his family. And lawyers had to sue To get the cops to release the video evidence That clearly showed that he was nowhere near attacking the police He was actually walking away from the police When they put 16 shells in him So yeah um, These are still issues that are going to permeate our society So let's not stop Pressing forward with the narrative of, of Extrajudicial killings and police brutality That affect our community Simply because Colin Kaepernick got his money And I hope Colin Kaepernick doesn't do that um, You know I don't, I don't believe that his sacrifice Was Should go uh, What am I trying to say His sacrifice should not go un, uh, Unhonored We should take up the sword And the shield for him And we should keep fighting But also I think he should Keep fighting too So I hope that brother Doesn't use this As a time uh, As an example If he got his money So then he's just gonna You know Fade to black And do his little You know Work behind the scenes Of the Know Your Rights camp And stuff like that Because I think he should be More outspoken Um There's been a lot of people out there making comparisons to him and Ali. I don't agree with that at all. I think Ali's always and always was and always will be seen as a rider for black people who spoke out very intelligently about the issues that black people face in this country. And I think if Colin Kaepernick wants to be thought of in that, that vein, he should step up to the plate. The brother hasn't said much to anybody since he's been blackballed. And I don't know. I look at that kind of funny style because I think that he's... That he was just trying to save the money And there's nothing wrong Like I said, once again There's nothing wrong with saving money We all need money We understand the, the importance of money in our life But at the end of the day There are things that are more important than money Such as um, Just us as, as, as people And how we interact with another And how law enforcement interacts with the black community And like I said, at the end of the day That was what his main point was And you know, since people don't like the truth Since people don't like facing the truth They like to flip narrative. And the narrative has been flipped and flipped and flipped like I said earlier. To now we forgot about why Colin Kaepernick kneeled. And I don't think we should allow and I'm not going to allow that to go. So before I move on I want to say yes, good on Colin Kaepernick for getting his Nike endorsement deal. Good on Kaepernick for settling him and Eric reed for selling out of court, but we need to keep our foot on the neck of white supremacy because white supremacy is what this nation was founded upon and this is what it is the fuel that that still runs the nation to this day so with that being said man you know everybody out there just keep in mind why Colin Kaepernick kneel and don't 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 you know don't get don't take a victory lap because he got his money because at the end of the day he's one man that got a whole lot of money allegedly and we're still the black masters who have to deal with we don't have the money that he has To insulate ourselves from certain things And so we should always keep our minds And our voices on speaking out about The injustices that black people face And you know that's really all I have to say About the whole Colin Kaepernick thing Alright So now we go on. I want to move on to the Lakers Because once again I find myself Rooting for The Lakers And I'm a Suns fan And I never thought I would do that as a son, As a little kid I used to hate the Lakers I used to hate Kobe and Shaq I used to hate how they always used to beat us Every time I thought we had um, A chance to win a championship I took every chance Every time that we beat the Lakers Whether it be in a playoff series Or even in a regular season game I always, always took that as a sign That the Suns are, are on our way And then hit fast forward years And I'm rooting for LeBron and the Lakers man. And it was a good game last night um, The Lakers beat the Houston Rockets 106-111 I think the Lakers are gonna make the playoffs. So, a lot of people don't agree. A lot of people say Sacramento's gonna do it. Sacramento's got a squad. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie about that. I'm not gonna deny that. William Bagley the third, yo man, that brother's game is smooth. I ain't gonna lie. And, and so is uh, De'Aaron Fox. But They got a nice young core in Sacramento that I think is gonna be a problem for a lot of NBA teams going forward. But with 24 games left now, I think that we're about to see lebron james take these young him and his young lakers his young hogs on a winning streak that we haven't seen since the likes that he since he was in miami and they're gonna they're gonna definitely gonna get the, the what the ac probably even the seventh seed i'm gonna say the seventh seed i think the lakers are gonna gonna go on a winning streak that's gonna place them in the seventh seed and you know i don't i'm not saying the lakers are gonna win the championship but i will say this without putting specific detail on it LeBron James, everybody likes to talk about Tom Brady or at least Skip Bayless. Tom Brady, this this was his greatest feat that he ever did with less help. Well, we about to see LeBron James do his version of that. This is going to be the greatest accomplishment in his career that he's about to pull off. Mark my words LeBron is about to show y'all Why he's still The best basketball player Or by many Considered the best basketball player In the NBA Um, I personally don't subscribe to that But Hey man I'm not gonna necessarily Poo-poo it Because I think you're splitting hairs Between him and Durant At this stage The only reason why you might argue That LeBron isn't The best player in the NBA Is because he's older now And there's a lot of things That he can't do That he used to be able to do When he was younger But be that as it may LeBron James Is gonna get his boys Into the playoffs I think Um last night i think it was a good sign that brandon ingram had a double double 25 plus points 12 rebounds about 50 percent shooting i think that's good uh i want to speak about james harden for a minute though listen james harden scored 32 games or 30 points and that's all that's cool but man he is the ugliest eyesore of a basketball player i think i've ever seen in my life really seriously um he's a he's a volume shooter that can't shoot I know a lot of people are like, well, James Harden can not shoot. No, man, James Harden cannot shoot. If you allow James Harden to take his uh, share of the shots, he'll shoot his team out of a game. Him and Russell Westbrook are one in the same, but James Harden has the ability to. He's a. I'll say this: James Harden is a slightly, a slightly better shooter than Russell Westbrook. Obviously, but he's not. Neither one of them are shooters. And so, when you're looking at James Harden's game, man, he's, he does a lot of ISO. The assists that he gets, I think I said this on my last podcast, the assists that he likes to get are really assists to the big man because he's penetrating into the lane. It's just a little dump-off stuff. He doesn't really facilitate an offense. And so I can't see the Rockets. And he he draws a lot of fake fouls. He jumps into people and flops. I just don't like his game. Does the man get buckets? Yeah, he gets buckets. Are there times when he has exciting outputs or exciting offensive bursts? Yeah, but he's not a championship uh type of player. He's not even I wouldn't even say he's an A-list talent. I know most people be like, what? He's MVP. Yeah. But MVP a lot of times in the NBA is just the guy that had the best season because Kevin Durant won MVP, but you could give you could give MVP to Kevin Durant any year you want to, LeBron James any year you want to, Steph Curry any year you want to. The Greek Freak right now is coming into MVP form, and his 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 play helps his team win. And that's my main criticism about James Harden: his team does not his his style of play does not facilitate winning. He's just all about it's all about James Harden, and his his play kind of suppresses his other teammates. He's a poor man's LeBron James. See, LeBron James could do what James Harden does, but just facilitate winning, as we saw last night. Um, so you know. I'm looking forward to the end run of the of the NBA season because I'm looking forward to see how the how the playoffs shake out, how the seedings uh, align. I'm, ho- I'm looking forward to see LeBron. Hopefully, hopefully, I would like to see LeBron and the Warriors go up one on one because I think I think the Lakers got something for the Warriors. I really do, and I think I I, don't, I think a lot of people would say I'm crazy for that, but when I'm watching it, playoff Rondo to they get they're going to get Lonzo back healthy. Lonzo makes them better. They still got Brandon Ingram. They still got Kyle Kuzma, who's a Who's a dead-eye shooter it's, it, There's a lot more talent on the Lakers Than people are giving it credit for And I think this 25 or this 24 game now Stretch that the Lakers are going to go on Is going to be How they gel And how they come together In order to push Propel themselves into the playoffs And once you get into the playoffs we've seen, We haven't seen a lot But we have seen an 8 seed beat a 1 seed um, We've seen What is it? Golden State beat Dallas a few years ago We've also seen the New York Knicks. That's the first time I ever seen it in my life. When the New York Knicks beat the Miami Heat and end up going to the finals. So it's not preposterous, man. And LeBron James will be the best player on any eight seed, I think, in NBA history. But like I said, man, I want to digress off of that as well, too. Um All-Star Weekend was pretty cool. Before I get up out of here, I want to speak about All-Star Weekend. Can we can we can we can we, we read can we realign the All-Star Skills contest? Can we realign all the All-Star festivities, please? Cause the dunk contest is trash and back in the 80s all the greatest stars used to do the dunk contest even in the 90s even up to the early 2000s all your big name players used to be in the dunk contest but now all your big name and up and coming stars are in the three-point contest so can we please put the dunk contest probably the first thing on on the all-star skill showcase challenge whatever it is can we put that first because these dudes are terrible i'ma do diallo he was the best dunker uh in the in the dunk contest but i'm tired of seeing dudes just miss dunk after dunk after dunk after dunk and then in order to just do some half cock dunk again Dunk contest has been totally watered down Three-point contest definitely is the thing that's going to draw us to, uh, The all-star weekend festivities So I think we need to put the, all, the dunk The uh, the three-point contest in prime time Alright Last thing I want to speak on before I get up out of here for a few minutes Is this whole idea of toxic, toxic masculinity I don't know where it came from I don't know why it's making headlines But now the president is talking about it Steph Curry is talking about it Terry Cruz is going on and on and on about toxic masculinity and my issues with it is we always hear about the things that men do we hear about how men need to in order to be a good man you gotta make money you gotta have self-control you gotta be disciplined you gotta be this but we never talk about we, and we hear about misogyny we talk about how men the rap community uh the rap rap music kind of denigrates black women. We talk we talk about how uh, society in general kind of tries to keep black white uh, women in general in their place. And just from my perspective, my life experience that's not my that's not my experience since I've been born to this earth I've never saw a woman that was woman that was powerless. The only women out there that are powerless are the women that choose to believe they're powerless. And what I don't think we give enough credence to is the the, misand, the misandry that we deal with in the country there's a lot of women out here that talk down to men that don't have a healthy respect for men and i'm not saying that they need that that uh, respect for a man is something that just needs to be given to men. but there's a lot of women no matter what a man does it'll never be good enough there's a lot of women out here that uh we talk about how women fit into a a paradigm or a model that is outdated or antiquated and there's the new age woman that is working and we can't expect women to just be in the kitchen and and, and rearing children which i think is fair which I think is fair But within that We need to look at how men too So then with that being said If you're working Then you shouldn't be Expect your man To, to just take care of you And do everything for you And you just lay back And just ex- enjoy a good lifestyle um, I think that we should understand That men are working And men are doing the best that they can do And we need to appreciate men I think a lot of women these days Especially black women In the black community They don't appreciate a good man They don't know a good man When they see it They think that uh, A good man is a cat with money, that doesn't necessarily make you a good man. A man that takes care of home, a man that takes care of his family, that's a good man. And I think we need to realign our wheels when it comes to looking at men. Because a lot of women, like I said before, they don't know how to respect men. They, they, they go off on men. A lot of women, we talk about domestic violence. Like I said, all the narrative is when, when it comes to domestic violence, it's a face of men. But we never talk about how, like I said, how Bow Wow, his girl clawed his eyes out. No, Everybody makes jokes about that. But that's a real symptom And that woman may date one day may have kids And what is she gonna do? She gonna be what? Kicking and beating the shit out of her kids Talking down to her kids making her, get, Defining her kids in negative light And we never talk like I said We never talk about the way that women Contribute to the toxic masculinity So to speak We talk about how men contribute to How women see themselves negatively And image wise But we never talk about how women Make men see themselves as less than especially when they're younger and they're raising young boys so i'm kind of sick of it i'm kind of sick of the whole male-centered bashing that's going on all over the media everything is about how shitty men are so i'm here to tell you that listen all you women ain't perfect neither a lot of you women got to go to therapy and seek therapy Because a lot of you, you don't have a healthy respect for men Because maybe your father wasn't around Or maybe you did end up with a, with a quote-unquote toxic man But you have to understand that all men do not exist Absolutely We're different And we bring different things to the table So if you want to if you So for women, for you to better appreciate men They always talk about how men need to recheck themselves I think women, y'all need to check yourself A lot of you women out here, especially in the black community Y'all need to go and seek therapy for a lot of the damages that you've been put through When you were young women Maybe your father wasn't around Maybe he lied to you maybe he told you that he was going to come pick you up and he never did and so every time a man says something to you or doesn't live up to this fake ideal that you have up in your head that we're toxic or we or we trash and you want to cancel us and we get and and black men tend to get blamed for a lot of everything that goes wrong and that's 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 a lie because black women y'all contribute just as much to the ills in black society as black men do but i'm gonna digress y'all as always you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes and google play um, I'm on YouTube, so if you don't want to, you know if you, A lot of you, I know a lot of people these days They like to use YouTube uh, to listen to podcasts I use I use YouTube to listen to podcasts So if you want to um, use YouTube You can subscribe to me, Demetrius Collins on YouTube Thank you You can always email the show Veteran Minority Podcast at gmail.com Like I said, I really wish those of you that are listening And that listen week after week That have been listening since I've launched re- relaunched the podcast I would appreciate if you guys could just email the show at veteranminoritypodcast at gmail.com because I would like to get your input on the direction of the show. Like I said, content that you want to hear more of, that you want to hear less of and uh, things of those natures, things of that nature. All right. Until next week, y'all. Oh, and, and before I get up out of here, download the TuneIn app because I do a radio show Fridays called The Kickback from 10 to 1 a.m. eight. That's Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to tune in, I'll post a link on my Facebook, YouTube, and I'll let everybody know on my Instagram but yeah tune into our radio show man i'm gonna be chopping up good game and i want to chop up game with y'all too so thank you as always for listening in and until next week y'all peace